Yes, it's Reaction Monday right here on MSW on a Monday night. And we can't not chat to this man. I'm filling in for him this uh, evening. And that's who the man that speaks on this mic on a regular basis. Every night between uh, 6 and half past 7, Robert Marawan joins us on the line now live from Cairo. Roberts, enjoying, yeah, yourself, yeah. enjoying yourself in Cairo. Unfortunately, not a good result for South Africa, though. Yeah, undoubtedly so. And I think uh, South Africa would have wanted to at least walk away with the draw. Mm. Uh, they had it within them. It's a game that really didn't have much promise in terms of just goal mouth action. Um, very hot conditions. We got to state that from the onset. But obviously, hot on either side anyway. And the, you got a sense again when uh, Zaha started off the game on the bench and you knew that they would bring him in as a trump card, and they certainly did. Uh, Motiba getting an early yellow card maybe restricted his ability to play a little bit more. We're not too sure, but from South Africa, they seem a bit lethargic. They seem to lack kind of uh, pace and maybe the plan would be the ball because it's such one football of the season in South Africa. And who better really to try and unlock those big uh, boys and back from uh, Cote d'Ivoire? But mm. yeah, there's just something lacking power. Robert, we're losing you slightly there. Your line is not uh, good. I'm not too sure if you're traveling at the moment. Robert, can you just move around possibly because uh, we're losing you ever so slightly on this line from Cairo. Can you talk to us now? Now, unfortunately, we've lost Robert there. He is traveling at the moment. Uh, he is uh, live in Cairo. Yeah. There we go. You're back again. That's much better. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, Robert, also, one of the performances I thought that wasn't too bad this afternoon was uh, Ronan Williams in goal. For uh, He came oh. ahead of uh, Darren Keats. He, he made some good saves there in the first half. I mean, it, the one-on-one, Koji, it's one of those moments again where you. I, I think I had already counted that that ball is going into the back of the net. And, and showing the kind of bravery, Ronwin has been a player who, you know, for me, I've had to interview him several times, having won Man of the Match awards in the past season, and he's just been brave. He's been that player that says, you know what, out, I am here. Let's not look for what traditionally is a Darren Key to take into that number one position. And obviously him claiming the top award at the end of the season at the PSL Awards also then, uh, you know, kind of cemented, made things very difficult for Stuart Baxter to back it up. Kevin Hunt wasn't really playing Darren Key that much as well towards the end. Mm. Uh, he was either leaving or all sorts of things were happening around Darren. But I think a great choice. We saw even towards the end with the, a dead ball situation, it was fingertips. It could have been 2-0. Uh, they own, but uh, you know, Ronald Williams for me, yeah, sure, he didn't get the man of the match. Yeah, he's on the losing side, maybe mm. part of a, an unpopular team when it comes to the selection of the choices of man of the match. Uh, but uh, he, he gave as good as, as, as he could give. We were solid. I think Tyson, yeah, I don't know what he was doing mm. uh, with that first opportunity where he put Ronan under pressure. Uh, but Ronan, very, very brave. I, I mean, you'll ask him 10,001 times what he thought of that. He'll tell you, he was just being brave. He went out there doing what goalkeepers do. Mm. Hit me in my face, hit me on my nose, hit me anywhere, as long as the ball doesn't go in. Uh, you know, but you ask again, what was the tactic? What, what is the game plan? What was taking so long for the ball to play uh, to happen for South Africa? Mm. And uh, I, I don't have the answer. I think we just left before the post-match press conference uh, was to be staged. It would have been great to hear the thoughts of Stuart Baxter as well. Uh, what was going through his mind and, and Lars Fersvelk I know initially had said 
he hadn't played under him. He wasn't the kind of player that he was going to be using uh, for Bafana Bafana. But there he was today mm. in all his glory coming through a great player. I mean, take nothing away from Lars. Lars is a great football player. Uh, but was it the right moment for him to come through over and above a, a lodge? What about uh, Percy Tau? I mean, there's so much hope and trust put into a person like him. But unfortunately today, they he looked very frustrated out on the field because he didn't give, get enough uh, ball from the rest of his team. They were totally ostracizing him from um, making the moves he would usually make. Yeah, brilliant observation. I mean, he was isolated. He was frustrated. And every time he did uh, try and get on the ball, he was being marked. It was one of those... Uh, sort of Barcelona types, you you get hold of the ball and you count to four seconds and you got men all around you mm. just possessing you off the ball. And and that is what you got with Percy Dow and he was never he was never gonna get the play. I think the the Court of Warren team again you gotta remember we you know, we they've never beaten us. So this is the first time that they've gotten to the stage of beating a South African team. But they would have known about Percy, they would have known about his exploits, they would have known that he's the key man. Uh, but as you know, with with teams like Cote d'Ivoire, it's all about the brawn. It's all about the ability to push you off the ball. Mm. And if you're not feeding him the right kind of ball, then you're going to struggle. So hence, I say a guy like Timmy Gosselodge doesn't just give you that cutting edge in the box. He also just gives you that frustration, uh, you know, towards the the defenders of Cote d'Ivoire, who in the end earn you a set piece outside of the, the goal mouth area, or even earn you a penalty inside of the box. Uh, but, uh, you know, I suppose the coach's thinking was, let's go brawn for brawn. And hence he brought Lars in. But, yeah, definitely isolating Percy Dow. Rob, another story you've been carrying for the past couple of weeks on MSW has to be uh, the Boatam Sile uh, story, hitchhiking all the way from South Africa to make it uh, to Egypt and watching the opening game and also today's game. Tell us a bit more about his travels and how he's enjoying himself there. Yeah, Boatam is, uh, is the mayor of Cairo. I can tell you that much. <laughs> I mean, he's enjoying himself more than anybody can. Today, you know, obviously, courtesy of Brand SA, who made available to him about 100 tickets, where he then uh, went and got himself all sorts of fans that were coming through from Zimbabwe. There's almost like a, a, a silent, buttering type of air. Yeah, I'll support you, you support me. Uh, and even when Boita went to the Zimbabwean camp, they were there. They offered him even shelter. They were saying, hey, Boita, we can't just have you sleeping anywhere. Um, you know, so y- you get that sense that Boita is doing what Boita does best, and mm. that is supporting football. It's sad that uh, Aluva, Alvin, his, his counterpart, uh, is not here to enjoy that moment mm. because they trekked together. They were there in the hardships and the trenches. Uh, but, you know, with him being physically present and having over 100 Zimbabwean supporters in support of South Africa, he'll do the same when Zimbabwe play again uh, this morning at the breakfast. I mean, he held his own, you know, there was a, a massive the ambassador being present, uh, the camp president as well also being present. And uh, he told the story. I mean, he told the story from beginning to end. Mm. And everybody will just live gobsmacked. People in America, be in sport, have been inquiring about how they can reach him, how they can do, uh, you know, profile pieces on him. Mm. You know, he's captured the imagination, not only just of South Africans or the continent, uh, but the entire world. Because it's ludicrous. Yeah, he committed mistakes along the way. Mm. Oh, he, well, look, 
Robert, we're losing you there again. I think your phone line is about to go. I know you had uh, only a few percent left on uh, your phone in terms of power, but uh, we'll leave it there. Robert Marawa talking to us live from Cairo. He's uh, just leaving the stadium and heading on out. Uh, You will be back on air uh, on Wednesday, so be flying out uh, over the course of the next few hours or probably probably tomorrow morning and uh, but I'll be standing in for Robert Marawa again tomorrow night but he'll be back on air this uh, coming Wednesday but we play out with an interview that Robert had uh, with this special person listen to this lackluster performance I don't know uh, CAF media officers here with me Mamadou Gay your impressions about the game I think South Africa must start uh, fighting for one of the third best plays because with the performance I've seen today, I don't think uh, uh, they will be able to defeat uh, Morocco. Therefore, they must make sure in the next game they beat Namibia to secure th- three points. That probably will allow them to go to the next round. I mean, a lot of people saying that uh, there was a lack of tactics from the side of South Africa. How did you see it? Yeah, hot conditions, but hot on both sides as well. Definitely, I mean, we've seen a dismal performance from South Africa. They were non-existent. From the first whistle, we could see a team of Cote d'Ivoire dominating the midfield, attacking, hitting the post several times, and no real reaction or threat coming from South Africa. I think that it was a very, very poor performance from Bafana Bafana. And, and Zaha, I mean, he had been saved up until the second half, a great tactical move as well. You could see he was fresh, he was able to lay a couple of moves as well uh, towards the end. Uh, what do you think the coach has been thinking in terms of putting him on the bench from the beginning? No, I, I am sure that uh, it's very hot and uh, Zaha is not a runner from box to box. Then uh, he put in people like Mark Grass, uh, Gradel that uh, are very fast. You can see the first goal came from Max Gradel. They can run from box to box. That's what you need, players that are prepared to compete and you keep your best to just do the finish.